So who is your ideal student? I bet you've heard it more than once that you should have an ideal student. But what the hell does that mean? Does it mean that you like them as a person, that you would want to date them? Of course not. There's so much more to it, too much. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today, about how to find your ideal student avatar that will make your marketing and your offer creation for those people more effective and just easier. My name is Ola Kowalska and I'm a business coach for language teachers, language school owners who want to build businesses, be happy and free. So what's the myth around um, an ideal student? I feel that people who completely, who have no idea about business, they um, think that it's just about that that kind of alignment, personality alignment. And there is nothing wrong with that. I don't think we have to completely eliminate the the um, compatibility between us and our potential clients or students. But there is obviously more to it. So an ideal student is actually an existing person who needs your help. So it's someone that you discover through really getting through getting really clear on your target audience so when you know who your target audience is so it's a group of people but as you can imagine within that group of people there's going to be different types and that's why it's so hard for some people to like they have different needs so how do i tackle this this is exactly what you do you create something that some marketers call an avatar a so it's it kind of actually always helped me to visualize an avatar of the person. So like, you know, you create an online profile and you have a little picture and that's your avatar. It's basically a, a literal representation, personal, individual representation of that target group. So that one person needs to be a real person, a real person with a real problem. So I wouldn't start um, discovering who your ideal student might be by thinking about, I would first think about a problem, common thread, a common struggle that people have. I've said it many times before, but please remember, because I feel like people need to be um, reminded of that. People do not study language for the sake of studying language. They study language for certain, uh, because they have certain goals or struggles in their lives. They usually come down to four different areas. I'll remind you, I'll, I'll record a whole podcast about it, maybe even write a book about this because I feel like uh, the whole world needs to learn this. So people cannot be just labeled as learners. That is the consequence of that. Because saying that people study the language for the sake of studying the language is as if you were saying that you do exercise, even if you're not a sports, especially if you're not a sports, like sports person, professional sports performer, is that you do sports for the sake of doing sports. No, you do it for fun. You do it for enjoyment. You do it for to be healthier. You do it to lose weight. You do it like it depends on your goal. And the same with language. I feel like there is so much that is wrong with the industry and the way we approach it. And it all starts with the content that is being posted that only serves bits of language to people as if language was the only thing that mattered. What actually matters, and you and I both know that, is people's motivations, people's goals, 
people's effort that they put into that. Because if they want to achieve something, the role is like the responsibility for it is not just on the teacher's side. That's such an old school way of thinking. It's also on their side. So going back to the ideal student, this particular person will have a very specific goal and you will be helping them in a very specific way. So in a way, they are a representation, a person, a person who exists, who is a representation of your target audience. What I really like to think, the way I like to think about it is, and I always ask my clients to do it, is that I actually ask them to draw this person because it might help you visualize that, aha. So when I imagine my ideal student and a person with a specific problem, but also a specific personality, um, there are certain threads, there are certain commonalities about this person. I once remember when I ran one of my um, live events, one of my clients created two avatars. And I was like, oh, this is okay. This We can start with two. But I think this also means that this person isn't fully clear yet on um, their ideal client or even their target audience. Because if you want to create two and those people are very, very different, it means that your target audience, your niche still needs a little bit of tightening. So an example is that if you want to create one male and one female avatar, it's a bit redundant. It doesn't matter what gender your client has. Like, obviously, if your whole goal of your or like whole mission of your business is helping females, helping women with a specific language goal, then yes, your avatar is always going to be a woman. If you are more of an agnostic and you don't care really what uh, what sex, what gender your potential clients have, then it doesn't matter. You can create an avatar or an ideal client avatar that is either male or female, and they will just represent the whole group. So once again, a reminder that it needs to be an existing person. We cannot be making them up, right? So as an example, within... The target audience that I serve of freelance language teachers, there are different types of people. My specific avatar, my specific ideal person, I would say that what distinguishes them is that they are ambitious. They're super passionate. They absolutely love what they do and they are very often really good at it. They are very, they very often having years of experience, but at the same time, they're like the world's best kept secret because they are very often afraid or are not confident enough to do their marketing, right? So you can imagine that this is only one type of person. There are other people who are, I don't know, extroverted, uh, very confident in marketing. They create like videos, tons of things every day. They are less of my ideal client because my messaging, my marketing and my offers will serve this person better. So that's the way we think about it. It needs to be an existing person and it doesn't matter that there are other types of people within that same target audience. This, when we actually finally realize who our ideal client is and where they currently are in their journey that we're, we're going to help them kind of start on so that they achieve their goal, that 
is what helps us move any further. That is what helps us create more effective marketing that will speak to them. So for example, again, going back to my ideal avatar, my messages, my marketing will not talk about things like, I know that creating Instagram content is not a problem for you. I know that you're consistent in your marketing because it's a problem for my ideal person. It may not be for some other people. Or for example, I may have an ideal person who is a native speaker, let's say, of a language. I do not necessarily talk about this because this is not something that distinguishes my ideal person. But another thing that does is the fact that they very often have been freelancing for a while. They have been, they have students. They have students from the word of mouth. They are not beginners. Because again, within freelance language teachers, there are also beginners who have only just qualified, who are uh, only just at the beginning of that journey. I do not necessarily have to help all of those people. I focus on one ideal person, right? And that is exactly what I um, would want you to do because this will make your marketing and your offers. And that's the most important. So here are some tips on how you can discover your target audience and your ideal customer, ideal student uh, more effectively. So obviously, if you haven't yet heard, my wonderful course, The Rocket Takeoff, takes you through the foundations of doing that for yourself. And I really, really am going to um, hammer that in. It's one of the best products I've ever created. It literally is the foundations of everything. Whether you want to start being, make your marketing easier, whether you want to start building groups or sell passive products without the foundations of your target audience, your offer, and how to actually start reaching your ideal people, so your target audience, you can't do anything. So this is the foundational knowledge that you will gain thanks to that course. So go check it out. It will be in the description of this episode as well. But if you've got your target audience figured out already, but you still are looking for some more clarity, because let's be honest, this work is never ending. I don't think it's about arriving at a perfect target audience that you'll never change. It's unrealistic. To be honest, it's changed for me already about two or three times. Yes, I've been working with teachers since the beginning of this business, but the avatar, the, the ideal client actually has changed. I was doing different things for different people and I will probably still be pivoting and changing just because that's the nature of business. So if you are at this stage where you want to look for some clarity, what I would suggest that you do is that you go back to the basics of thinking, okay, so who do I actually work where, like working with? So let's say that you work with a group of very specific professionals. Engineers come to mind because one of my clients work with engineers. So let's use that example. You work with engineers, but then there are so many features, so many things that describe this person, right? So who do you feel better working with? Are they of a certain nationality? Are they of a certain background? of a certain age. So these are the basics, right? The, the, the demographics of it. But then when you go deeper, where are they in their language journey? Are they beginners or are they already at a quite decent level? Because that's, again, creates a more specific avatar. If you say all engineers, that's a massive and a very wide group. If you go deeper 
you can say things like, oh, I only work with engineers who are B2 plus, right? Or I only work with people from certain countries because, you know, it, it's also okay to choose that you work with certain countries because they can pay for your work. Let's say, for example, I live in the UK. I cannot really work with people who can only pay very little because I need to survive somehow. So it's absolutely fine that I can, like, only certain people will be able to afford to work with me. And that, that doesn't mean anything bad about me. So the same with you. If your target audience is a specific group, be even more specific within that ideal client. So what's their income level? Where are they from? Maybe the time zones this way would work better. What their initial level is, okay? Because that really helps create messaging and creates offers. Another thing is just imagine the best person that you, if you still even struggle even after um, specifying it to that level, if you imagine the best person who is, was in a representation of that target audience that you worked with in the past, who were they? How would you draw them on a piece of paper? What did they represent? What were they interested in? What topics did you discuss? How, why did you get on so well? Because again, this will help you attract more of those people. And finally, there are tons, absolutely tons of activities um, for creating a student client avatar online. Just go and search for something. And there are so many tools that are actually useful. So yes, you can do one of my activities that I've got inside the Rocket Takeoff. But if that doesn't work or if you want to do this exercise again, absolutely go search for it. An ideal client avatar exercise might be useful in making it even clearer on who your ideal student might be. So remember, the bottom line here is that we're looking for threads, features, um, point in a journey in language about this person that makes them very specific as well as personality. So when I say ideal, you're probably naturally thinking ideal as in a person that I really like. And that's also okay. That's important. That's relevant because we don't want to work with people that we don't like, right? But try and marry the two. And that is the combination made in heaven. It will make your life so much easier, your marketing so much more effective and clear, and your offers so much more relevant to those people. Because if it is not clear, all we do is talk to people as if they were just learners. People are not just learners. Remember, people are people who just need the language as a tool to achieve something, okay? So uh, I wish you all the best with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment and let me know how your ideal uh, student, ideal client exercise went. If you're now clearer or um, are getting clearer on who your ideal student is, I would love to find out. Um, if you're not watching on YouTube, you can always message me on Instagram. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.